It's an organization that harnesses the collective expertise, knowledge, and experience of scientists and healthcare pros, policymakers, and corporations, communities, and individuals, all toward the goal of improving diabetes prevention. Treatment and the search for a cure to improve lives. The organization is the American Diabetes Association. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Among the activities of the Colorado Regional Office of the ADA are health screenings at Walmart locations, information and support to persons newly diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Operating 40 diabetes education program sites that have reached over 14,000 participants, and they have invested over 1.4 million in diabetes and related research activities. And these are just the cross section of the work being accomplished by the Colorado Regional Office. To gain more insight regarding their work and activities, we turn again to American Diabetes Association National Board Member and Professor of Medicine, Bioengineering, and Diabetes at the University of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus. Campus, Dr. Jane Roosh. So, type one diabetes is a whole nother、um, kettle. So, type one diabetes is、um, akin to rheumatoid arthritis, but of the pancreas. So, the pancreas has the cells in it that make、uh, insulin and、mm-hmm. other other hormones that regulate glucose up and down. Yeah, and、um, these are called the islets. These are little little tufts of cells in your pancreas. That that allow you to regulate glucose via insulin. If you think of rheumatoid arthritis and how a joint gets attacked by the immune system, and it gets inflamed, and it gets inflamed. Similarly, the islets, but we can't see it.、Um, the islets will get inflamed and destroyed because both are what we call autoimmune diseases, which means the immune system has come to attack the pancreas. Yeah. Or come to attack the thyroid, but、uh, the most common thing that people sort of understand is rheumatoid arthritis because you can yeah, see yeah, it, yeah, right? You can see、right. that swelling, exactly. And it's like a swelling and, a, and an immune attack, attack of the beta cells in the pancreas that make insulin, and so then you can no longer make insulin in those people living with type one diabetes, which is most commonly diagnosed in. Young kids in the、mm-hmm. first few years of life, or right just before puberty, but it's also diagnosed in people across across adulthood. Still, five、sure. percent of all diabetes. I've I have so I work at the VA clinically, and I have many adult onset type one diabetes patients, and these people they need insulin for life. They、wow. cannot live without insulin. And so that's the big thing where you will hear with the American Diabetes Association and the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, you'll hear, "Oh, we're going for a cure, all right?"、Yeah. And the cure would be to to develop a replacement therapy for these islets. Okay, so, okay, okay. Wait a minute. Let me let me yeah, let me let、uh-huh. me back paddle a bit.、Uh-huh. Pre diabetes.、Mm-hmm. Okay, then. I thought you had type one, and type one would develop type two. But I think you're saying you can have pre-diabetes goes to type two, and type one is the most where you're just completely dependent on it for the rest of your life. Type two, maybe、yeah. not. So I had the sequence wrong.、Then. Right. So type one diabetes does not progress to type two. Type one diabetes is or insulin deficient diabetes due to beta cell destruction is、yeah. is one thing, 
And we also, particularly in a lot of research studies that are going on at our university through the Barbara Davis Center and something called TrialNet, people who have type 1 diabetes in their family can get their kids and their siblings screened for their risk for type 1 diabetes and maybe enroll in clinical studies where we could try to prevent the progression to that type 1 diabetes or okay. slow it or 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 allow you to have a little lesser burden for a little longer time. So those studies are very active, and the University of Colorado is one of the main places in the country well, doing that's good those studies. Well, you, 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 you mentioned the research work that uh, I guess it gets funded indirectly or directly by the American Diabetes Association. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the key things the association does? Yeah, so um, I had the great good fortune to be one of four women in the last 80 years to be the president for medicine and science for um, the American Diabetes Association. Yeah. And uh, the American Diabetes Association has uh, what they call a core research um, program as well as something called Pathways to a Cure research program. And these are two research programs that many investigators at the University of Colorado have been funded. And one of my first grants was ever, ever that I ever had was through the American Diabetes Association. And this is really to try and allow you to generate some great preliminary data so that you can take your diabetes research program mm-hmm. and sell it at the National Institutes of Health, which is going to be the main funder of of all federally based research. Sure. But I also have research funding through the VA. And so I was telling you about type 1 diabetes research. Our research team does a lot of research on exercise and how exercise in men versus in women improves the health of the heart and the skeletal muscle uh, because we have reason to believe that women have a more um, potent decrease in their functional status based on diabetes. And we're trying to see if their heart or their skeletal muscle responds differently so we can target that therapeutically. Because the goal of research in general is is to define the sort of cell, molecular, and whole body changes that occur in diabetes so that you can target them and send them back in the right direction. So this is the kind of stuff that when we support the American Diabetes Diabetes Association, uh, our our gifts are going to help support this kind of research to really refine what it means and what can be done about it. Absolutely. And and we have an exciting event that happens every year called the Tour de Cure. Yeah. And it's not only just riding bikes, but it's running and walking. And for the kids, we even have like this ninja activity where we raise money. Uh, we raised just over a million dollars this year. We've raised, you know, somewhere between one and one and a half million dollars in different years in order to um, fund this kind of research and other educational activities that the American Diabetes Association supports. I know one of the education functions in there, I guess it, 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 it revolves around four, nutrition, medication, fitness, and community. Yes, absolutely. And the community part of that. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the other three seem to be personal things you do, but, mm-hmm. but getting the community involved to, right. to support you. Mm-hmm. Or to be a part of it? Well, that- I think you get the community involved in a couple of different ways. Yeah. One, you get the community involved as you go to health fairs and you do public health announcements like this and other things that you do to increase the awareness that you or your family member through a risk test might be at risk mm-hmm. for diabetes sure. or, or prediabetes. 
And then also what we do is we engage the community. So we have, and our best example is the Charlar program, for example, that's run through Denver Health and its and some of its affiliate affiliate Latinx communities. Yeah, and that is a fitness and education thing for overall cardiovascular health, including diabetes prevention and a diabetes prevention program integrated into that at various levels. So. When I take somebody in the community who's interested in health, maybe doesn't have diabetes, maybe has a personal interest in diabetes, maybe has diabetes, but they want to go out to their communities, to their church, to their community center, and educate people about their risk and what they can do about it. So the American Diabetes Association has resources to educational resources so that it's not just somebody's opinion, but that it's supported by data that people can look at and sheets about how to how to make better choices in food, how to make better choices in physical activity, some kind of quick tricks. Um, yeah. And also they orchestrate some community um, walking groups and cooking classes. And different communities need mm-hmm. different outreaches. Exactly. Because African-American people, we don't want to hear about our soul food. No, no, no. But We you, want to eat our soul food. Right, and you want but to But eat all, it in moderation is what you need to do. Right, and you also want to want to say, okay, I'm going to take a brisk walk before and after, you know? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna join my community together by all getting together. We've got our Sunday church. We're having a big, a big lunch after that, yeah. and then we're going to— we're going to head out into the neighborhood and we're going to walk and we're going to pet dogs and we're going to look at you flowers. You keep coming back to that. There was something I read about uh, if you um, – after eating, especially during holidays mm-hmm. or something, you schedule in or plan like a 10-minute walk after. Yes. Then yeah. you, can, you can go back and eat some more. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Do another 10-minute walk. Uh-oh, she, she know, said, I no, Adam, you can't I, get away I, with that. But. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you can or can't. I am. Yeah. What I'm saying is that – you have to be in charge of you, but each time you're doing an activity for yourself, you're building up your confidence that you can do that kind of activity for yourself. And what's a really fascinating thing that has come out of some of the educational uh, literature is that the better – like let's say we we got Mr. Jones to start walking and he was really – good at it. He yeah, accomplished yeah, it. Yeah, All yeah. of a sudden, you know what Mr. Jones is going to do? He's going to actually eat better. Wow. So that's true. There's this ripple effect. And yeah. then if I have somebody teaching me how to make a meal that may be, uh, you know, and I'm way into Mexican food, but now I've made my beans and rice in a different way mm-hmm. with less fat and yet the spicing or whatever trick I've come up with makes it taste great to me. Yeah. Then I'm going to feel better about it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Wow. You know, so so it, it and and it's a crazy psychology. And that's what the uh, the association helps do. It's change the thinking, change the psychology, which will change the habits, which will in turn help your health. Yes, and we are trying to provide that kind of educational resource so that people who are interested in in that can do it. We we as a as a um, health organization and research professional organization, we can't really serve 
the 30 plus 84 million people as an association. So we provide the the infrastructure and the tools so that people in the community are interested in that, can try and really get it done. So how can we help support the association? Of course we can give money, but there's got to be something else too. Volunteering well, yes. to learn to teach, something like that. Absolutely. Maybe? Let's say – Let's say you are looking for a community activity to do, a volunteer activity to do, and you're interested maybe for yourself, but maybe also for your family or your community in physical activity, or you're interested in nutrition, or you're interested in, in health screening. Then you can engage with the American Diabetes Association, and we also have a collaboration of the American Diabetes Association and the American Heart Association called No Diabetes by Heart. Engage with them Mm -hmm. and try and use the resources that they've developed and say to form a community group uh, around helping um, take something to kids in school or whatever it is, Um, uh, but but it's – it's kind of like it builds on itself. And once you get engaged and you see an impact that you can have, and I point to this charlar, and I'm so bad because I have dyslexia with what that means, but it's C-H-A-L-A-R in capital letters through Denver Health. Um, And it is um, this high impact, high throughput. There's been 37,000 people, I think, or 3,700. I could have that wrong. Um, People who have gone through this program and reaped huge health benefits. As a volunteer, you can be part of those things. You can be part of the solution. Okay. So in some summary, if I go to the buffet, I need to start on the right before going to the left. They get all my greens and all that stuff right. first and the and the fruits in there, then the transitional stuff, and then the meats. And maybe I'll get to the desserts on the other end. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And then when we're eating at home and when the turkey comes out, you say, ooh, I'm just going to admire that. But uh, give me the greens first. You know, give me the salad first. Uh, if there's some fruits there, give me that second. And then you may add the – mac and cheese and then Uh you get to the turkey Uh but by smart thinking and most of all when you're done with that get outside and take the dog for a brisk walk not a slow stroll but a brisk (laughs) walk and but make exercise a regular part three four times a week then you can manage one not letting your diabetes advance if you have it or two if you have it you can manage it a lot better yes absolutely that's the way I got to do it. That's why you got to do it. Our very heartfelt thanks to Dr. Jane Roosh, Professor of Medicine, Bioengineering, Biochemistry, Endocrinology, Metabolism, and Diabetes at the University of Colorado Anschutz Medical Campus and National Board Member of the American Diabetes Association for being our guest again on this edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.